girl, guess what? Child, listen. Mm-mm. Listen. I know that's right, but girl, listen. Hell no. Girl, listen. Girl, cause listen. <laughs> listen. Listen, baby. Listen up. Listen here. Listen, 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 listen. What's up, y'all? You are tuning in to Listen the Podcast. The dramatic shit black people say right before they tell you a crazy ass story, read you the filth, or give you some unexpected tea. Listen the Podcast is the dramatic reaction to everything life gives us. Hosted by me, Santana. I'm an up and coming content creator, a tired ass mama, a Betty Crocker wannabe ass wife, and bitch, I'ma say it to your motherfucking face ass friend. From classy to bougie to ratchet, a bitch like me cuss a lot, talk a lot, and I got a lot of shit to say. So sit back, get your tea, get your wine, whatever it is you need, cause sis, listen, we about to get into this shit. What's up guys? Thank you for tuning in to Listen, the podcast, episode four. Um, So per usual, like I like to do, I'm switching shit up. I told y'all last time I was going to talk about things to consider before you get married, but I'm just tired of talking about relationships for right now. I want to switch things up and go into just a lot of other stuff. Before I tell you what today's episode about is about, let me tell you that a few weeks ago I had what I presumed was the flu and my throat and my voice ain't been right ever since. So if you hear like a little, little congestion, a little backup there, that's what that is. Um, I definitely feel like my voice is a little different. Y'all might not even hear it or anything. It might just be me, but hey, I just wanted to put that out there in case you do hear it. So let's just jump right the fuck in. Um, today's episode is going to be like a rant of random topics and situations and pop culture things and all these things that I've just been wanting to discuss or have thoughts on. Um, I've never, this is my first time obviously doing like a rant for the podcast about random like different topics. So there might not even be good transitions in between here, but like I told y'all in the first episode, rock with me. You don't understand what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? It's just like me on this podcast is me in your car, what you say is having a conversation or us out for mimosas talking or us out for dinner, you know, like that's what this is. So just take it as that. We start talking about one thing that transitions into another. It might not even be a natural transition, but we stop, we take a sip of our mimosa and then we like, oh girl, did you see this? Did you see that? Did you hear that? Listen, <laughs> and then it brings your ass right back to listen the podcast. Okay. So take my transitions that might not be great transitions as just conversational as damn, we want to talk about this and the other. Okay. So the first thing I'm going to jump into is the Brittany Renner situation. So Brittany Renner, if you don't know, is a woman on Instagram. I really can't tell you what she does, who she is really, besides the fact that she's like an Instagram influencer. She might be a model of some sort. She got a really nice body. So I'm sure she does some type of modeling, maybe fitness stuff. I don't know. Beautiful girl. But She's one of those women on Instagram that people just constantly try to bash, try to call her a hoe, try to, you know, just 
be all up in her shit and labeling her and judging her. So she apparently recently had a child with a basketball star. I don't know shit about sports. So I'm assuming this guy just like, oh, I'm gonna use the wrong word, but like transferred <laughs> was, was recruited, I guess, into like the NBA. I don't really know how that works, but he's like new into the NBA. I'm pretty sure. And his name is PJ Washington and Brittany Renner is, which if you want to look on her Instagram, I believe her name is bundles of Brittany or something like that, but she's 29 and her baby daddy is 23 or 20. Yeah. 23. So I'm assuming when they started fucking around or when they started, when they had the baby, he was a tad bit younger. She was a tad bit younger. But people are really coming at her and saying that she's a predator and just like coming at her life for having a child with somebody that's six years younger than her. Um, people are calling her Shar Kelly or some shit like that, like basically the female version of R. Kelly. And there was also a situation where I'm guessing her and the baby daddy aren't together anymore because there was a situation where she went to a college campus, maybe for some type of appearance that she had to do. And she took a picture and jokingly said something like, I'm at this college, hide your sons kind of thing. And everybody was going ballistic, like, oh my God, why would she say that these people are underage? Like you're targeting these young kids. And it just blew out of proportion. So Right before I started to record the podcast today, I decided to do a little bit more digging. So I was a little bit more informed. I didn't want to just come at it from a super ignorant perspective. However, I'm not finna sit here and do hours of research because I'm not the news. I'm not Wendy Williams. I'm not here to present facts. I'm here to give you my opinion based on what I'm seeing. And I don't have time to be doing all that damn research. Okay. So I did watch an interview or I guess it was a podcast that she did with DJ Academic and um besides the other stuff that I saw on social media this is my perspective I'm gonna insert a clip here of her talking about how she feels about things and then I will respond okay so this is what I really get so fucking annoyed about is like so when do you as men take accountability you're old enough to ride this ride you want to fuck with me you want to you want to come at me. You want to fuck me raw. So why are we why are we babying men who make decisions for themselves? I like I told you, I was on birth control up until I had a conversation with my baby father. So what do you so what do you think happened? So the I imagine I got like I got to leg women. lock him. No, let me the like, stop. The majority of men and stop women it. are different. Come no, stop. Now. No, you it's because men and women are held to different standards. Y'all want to look at a 20-year-old who wanted to fuck I was 26 when I met him. You want to fuck with me? Here's what it is. Nope. Like, stop acting like someone had to pull the wool over his eyes. I was exactly who I am right now. And to stop. Let me finish. I'm not even there was. There, I, I have no reason to be. I, I have no reason to lie about any anything that I've done or the person that I am. And I believe in full transparency. The the ideal relationship to me is to my for my partner to know everything about me. So please stop playing this victim narrative. If you wanted to just fuck me and just say you, you, uh, she's trophy pussy. I hit Brittany Renner. That's that. Why did you get, why did we have a baby? Our name, it, our baby's name is Paul Jermaine Washington. The third. Does that sound like an oops, baby? Does that sound like someone who was bamboozled? You asked me to move in with you. You wanted me to have your child at 20, 22 years old. It, it's, it's crazy to me. The, the age gap between Jay-Z and Beyonce, crickets. 
the age gap between Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan, age, it's, it's crickets. Y'all don't have the same energy. Lori Harvey's That's 24. There's a 10-year age gap between her and Michael B. Jordan. Stop. That's not but y'all picking, what's the age gap? No, not talking about What's the age gap? Hold no, because it's, no, no, it's couple no, no. goals for no, no, people no, no, y'all want wait, to be couple wait. goals with. Okay. No. That's the age gap. The age gap is significant. However, oh, it is. okay, hear what I'm saying. It's Nobody not about that. Nobody wants to talk that. about any of this shit. You got, like, you had a kid by him before he could even really get his legs That was his I choice. I didn't, I don't have to leg lock niggas. You want to fuck me raw and come at me? Accept what comes behind it. That it's child was even planned. on both sides. If it was, that if it was a woman, was if it was a girl who just became 21 and a nigga who was 33 and, but, and she was pregnant. But y'all, but y'all ain't had nothing to say. That's permanent decisions. It's not about dating. It's permanent. When Diddy was with younger women, y'all have nothing to say. When Future was with Lori Harvey, it's fucking crickets. No, I'm gonna say people's names because everybody in this motherfucking industry is scared to open their mouth. But y'all pick and choose. So what about what about Future and and his bitch now? What's the age gap with that? Why is that not raising eyebrows? Because nobody some gives I don't know what's going a on. fuck about what men do. But let a woman be six years apart, and I'm a fucking predator? Y'all are calling me R. Shelley? Y'all got all these memes and this oh, funny, funny shit? Okay, so first and foremost, I want to start off by saying six years is not a lot. As long as two people are over 18, over the consenting age, they can do what the fuck they want to do. Now, it might be nasty to some people, like, and I'm not even finna dive into this topic right now, but (laughs) just for the sake of, like, natural conversation and how we naturally, you know, go into other topics, that fucking girl who married her goddad, and he was like, we didn't even know his age because social media kept saying he was so many different ages, but he might've been in his fifties and she was in her early twenties. She was like, just turned 21 or some shit or 19 or I don't even know. That shit was nasty. Okay. Yes. We all have opinions and judgments about everything that we see and we are entitled to those things. That shit was nasty. And like I said, I'm not going to get into it. If you ain't heard about it, look it up and maybe I'll talk about it in another episode, but I don't have notes right now to like dig into that. But When you're talking about six years, that's not even horrible. Like, that's not even a big age difference. I don't understand. And what Brittany was trying to get to in her interview that she was saying is like, Jay-Z and Beyonce, 11 years apart. Lori Harvey and uh, Michael B. Jordan, 10 years apart, which I didn't even realize these things, honestly. But she was kind of saying how like, y'all have y'all favorite people who y'all don't, y'all just overlook that when it's them, which is true. I mean- These are people who are bigger celebrities. And even though Lori had her time where people were bashing her for her dating, like these are people who I think the world looks at in a little more wholesome sense. Don't criticize their decisions so much, I guess. And I don't know why that is, you know? I just think the internet has certain people who they have to make the villain. They have certain women who they like to paint out as the whores of the world and just bash them and whatever. And everything they do is going to be wrong. You know, um, it's very hard as women to get away from the titles that people place on us when they think that we have just sent our coochie through the mail. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like when they think that we've just been too friendly with our bodies, like it isn't our decision, then they label us. And then even if you get married and have kids or whatever, if the internet still hates you, that shit is gonna damn near be forever until they fucking get over it and move on to the next person that they want to bash. Um, 
So yeah, my first thought is that they're both grown. They're both consenting. They can do what they want. And like she said, it takes two to make a baby. They were in a relationship. They were in love. They planned this baby and people are still somehow finding a way to bash her and make it seem like she trapped him. And I just don't understand it. I don't get what y'all beef is with her. Now to go forth to the conversation of her being Shar Kelly and calling out the boys on campus. Oh, this is one of those situations. I th This could be a whole nother episode about like double standards. There are so many double standards in the world and there. And I think I've said previously in, in one of my episodes, like, Certain double standards are bullshit and it just shouldn't be a double standard. Certain double standards are just what the fuck it is. And like, personally, I agree with some of them. You know what I'm saying? There's just certain shit that certain people can do and others can't and whatever. In, the t in terms of like how people are going to view you or the opinions they're going to have. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. You are a human, you have choice and free will. You can choose and decide to do whatever it is you want to do and not look at yourself any differently, of course. Um, but double standards are more about what other people think of you based on what you're doing without having that perception of someone else who might do the same thing. So I think it is kind of a double standard that a woman can be like, ooh, college boys, like hit me up. You know, an older woman, she's not like 50. Now that would be fucking creepy. It would be like, you fucking cougar, move around. She's 29, I'm 29. So I understand it. I'm sure if I was single when I went on a college campus, you know, for homecoming or some shit, I'd be like, God damn, y'all got the cuties in. You know what I mean? Like I'll be trying to, Hostella got her groove back. <laughs> and understand people on college campus, usually are no younger than 17 usually they're 18 and older so again consenting adults like it's not like she's going on this and and please know now this is the part that irritates me this whole shar kelly and and trying to like lightly use r kelly's name as a joke for people who like to date like younger people who are consenting please stop Please fucking stop. Because I'll tell you now, I'm one of those people that I do not like R. Kelly. I do not listen to his music anymore. I'm fucking creeped out. He needs to live under the fucking jail and get raped daily by all the fucking inmates. Like, I just do not fuck with him. And I don't think anything that he did was funny. I don't think anything that he did was something that we can take lightly enough to use in a different situation. I just don't think that that's okay. Um... What R. Kelly did was rape women, beat women, manipulate women, all type of shit. Shit on women, literally shit on women, literally pee on women, just degrading, disrespecting, dehumanizing, and taking advantage of black women. That's not okay. And that's not something you should be trying to use lightly as like a joke or like comparing someone who is consensually sleeping with grown adults in a natural healthy way and try to compare that's just uncomparable regardless if the girl is 29 and she goes on a college campus and finds an 18 year old who wants to fuck her he sees her on instagram he like damn she fine and again it's one of those double standards that like if there was a 29 year old man on the college campus with an 18 year old girl yes unfortunately it is a little different because from my perspective, why it's a little different is that usually women are a lot more easily manipulated and men are usually 
the predators to things like that. They usually take advantage of things like that and can fuck up a young girl's life. Now, yes, yeah, she could do the same thing. Don't get me wrong. Now in this day and age, women use money or use sex to extort money out of men to ruin their lives. But for the opposite way, men usually use dick, power, money, all that to extort women of so many other things that mentally fuck them up. Money is something that can be replaced. She might fuck your son at his college campus, take his little fucking <laughs> catering check. You know what I'm saying? And boo-hoo, he's still gonna be bragging to his friends that he fucked her. He's still gonna be mentally old fucking K. <laughs> He will be okay. He gonna reap that little two week checkup again. He's still gonna get the bragging benefits to say he fucked her. If he is pissed off about the fact that she took his money, then okay, he's pissed off again. He can re-up on that money. He still get the bragging rights. He still looks at his cool by all his peers and he can move on and be good. The older man who takes a younger woman and manipulates her is usually fucking with her mind, making her make stupid decisions like, removing herself from her family, dropping out of school, you know, just doing, bearing children that she can't usually walk away from. A man could easier walk away from a child than a woman can. So, you know what I mean? It's just, unfortunately, that double standard is a lot more understandable that she would be able to do something like that over a man doing something like that. Um, I definitely don't think she's the woman R. Kelly. I think, again, she's going... She's living her life. She's a beautiful woman. She's dating who she wants to date, fucking who she wants to fuck. If she sees a guy who, again, is a consenting 18-year-old who wants to fuck her, and likely he does because he knows who she is from social media and he thinks she's bad as fuck and her body is nice because it is, and she is, then that's her prerogative. She gets to do that. And that is what it is. So I think y'all can pretty much see where I'm going with, with how I feel about this situation. It's not as deep as people are making it seem. Um, I don't know what's going on with her not letting old boy see the baby and all that stuff. I'm not that deep into it. So I'm only speaking on the age difference and the whole Shark Kelly reference. Um, moving on to the next topic. <laughs> see, that's how random and easy that transition is going to be. It's two bodies in one month a lot for a woman. Now, this is a question that DDG asked. Um, on Twitter first, and then I started watching his interview on lip service, which I never got to finish, but, um, I, d I didn't get far at all in that episode. So, um, I just want to answer that question though, is two bodies in one month, a lot for a woman. The first thing that pops into my head is why the fuck are we only talking about women? It's two bodies in one month, a lot for a nigga. Heh, 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 exactly. Motherfucker. So keep that same energy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's just... But to answer your question, I don't think two bodies is a lot for anyone in one month. If you are single and dating, um, as long as you're being safe, as long as you're going to get your tech checkups and stuff, do you boo? I can't tell you what to do. Personally, I would not go over three bodies in a month if I was single and dating. If you think about it, like most women, not me, but most women have a period every single month and it, it ranges from three days to a week, then boom, you got your period and now you got three weeks to have fun, okay? You might have three little dips on your line that you rotate. You might go do a one-night stand, then hit up your ex and then find you a boyfriend all in one month. 
Um, you just never know, you know? So I think three is good. You know, I think three, I think three is a good number for a month, but again, it's your prerogative, it's your punani. So go crazy, sir, if that's what you want to do. Um, for men, I think the same thing. I hold, I hold men and I try to hold men and women to a same standard. I don't, I'm not one of those people. And, and I think it's cause I'm a woman mainly. I'm not going to be like promoting men going crazy just cause they're men. Like, nah, I still think stop, relax. No more than three in a month is good for you too, sir. Um, there's some lotion in your nightstand drawer if you really need that. <laughs> okay. Moving on. So one of the last things I want to talk about is some new music I heard. Um, so I want to talk about Young Miami's new song first, Rap Freaks. And first, let me say the internet was going crazy when this first came out, only for like a day. But I don't understand why. It was a cool little song. She literally only rapped for like a minute. Um, very short. It was cool. But... I didn't think it was all that fucking crazy. This is young Miami we're talking about, people. Like, she's a city girl. Like, that's what they do. They talk crazy like that. They say crazy shit. The video wasn't that crazy. The song wasn't that crazy. It just wasn't that crazy. I don't know if people were going crazy because she was calling out people who had girlfriends or, like, famous people or whatever, but... I never looked at it like, oh my gosh, she really wants to fuck these people. And she's like being disrespectful to their girlfriends. I looked at it like exactly what it is. It's a song at the end of the day. It's a piece of artwork. She was having fun. She was playing. She was rhyming. She was giving kudos to the guys in the rap community right now. Um, it was a cool song. It wasn't nothing super fucking crazy. There is a song by Dream Doll that is very similar. And I felt like um, was basically the same type of song but different and worse and it's called tryouts and tryouts is essentially again like I said it's kind of very similar to rap freaks but she's calling out women she's saying like these niggas get on my nerves so I might she said these niggas ain't shit I might just try out pussy and then the whole song she goes calling out different women in the industry to like want to fuck them and what she would do to them and I thought that song was even more dope. Like, I thought that was better than Rap Freaks. It was longer. She called out way more people. And don't sleep on Dream Doll. That's all I got to say. Um, but it was a cool little song. I mean, kudos to Young Miami. It was cool. It wasn't nothing crazy like the internet was making it seem. I just wanted to say that. Next, I want to talk about this um, album I think it is that Megan Thee Stallion recently dropped and randomly at least to me because I didn't know this was coming out it's called something for the hotties and I have not got to finish listening to this yet I really want to because the shit is a so far bangers all across the fucking album I have not finished listening to it but Meg that's my bitch period she know what the fuck she doing so definitely go listen to that if y'all get a chance I need to finish listening to it then we come to, of course, the highly anticipated, the highly talked about, the most recently dropped album, Still Over It by Summer Walker. Um, I just, I started listening to it the other day and I'm not the type that could just sit there and listen to an album all day if I'm not doing anything or like whatever. If I'm cleaning, I like to listen to music, but I, nothing new because I can't really pay attention because I'm cleaning. Um, 
unless it's just for a vibe, unless it's just like, I just need some vibey shit to listen to, whatever. It's not like, I can't fully pay attention to something to give you my opinion by just cleaning and listening. So I had to listen yesterday when I was doing Lyft and I was driving around and that gave me some time to like listen to stuff over again, whatever. And initially, and sometimes when I listen to stuff, I have to hear it more than once to really get into it. And so that's why some of the songs I was listening to more than once, some of them I still have not gotten into, honestly. But, you know, we'll see what happens in the future. Sometimes it takes me a minute to really understand and get into a song. But I love the album so far. I mean, it's Summer Walker. Come on, we understand that Summer Walker is extremely talented and I couldn't wait for her to drop some new music. Her voice is fucking beautiful. Her songs are just everything. So of course I love it. I love the album cover. Gorgeous. Um, and I feel like the album is very vulnerable. Like it lives up to two of the most vulnerable albums I've ever heard, which is Beyonce's Lemonade. Very vulnerable, especially for Beyonce. And Control by SZA. Oh my God, loved it. Um, these are just very vulnerable pieces of work. And I, and I think that it lives up to those as well. And it's now a part of those, um, Summer, like I said, is extremely talented, but I don't know if I would hang with her as a person. Like she personally, I had to unfollow her from Instagram after a while. Honestly, I don't know if I'm following her again right now, but this whole shit with London was really making me look at her. Like I can't, it was, her social media was just doing too much. And it was like, I love your music, but you personally are making me not like you. So I'm gonna just step back. So I think she's extremely talented though. And I didn't expect anything less than like a great album. I will say, I wonder what the fuck happened to them though, because it sounds like from the album, her perspective is that he was a liar. He didn't keep his word. He left her alone when she was pregnant. He was possibly cheating. Cause in one song she was like, he cheated on y'all, not me. <laughs> But then later she was like, it was you out fucking hoes? So I'm assuming he was probably cheating. He was doing things for clout. You know, I don't know. It was a lot going on. Um, but I really wonder like more intimate details of like what made her decide that she was done with him. What type, like, give me some examples. What was he doing? Like, you know, um, the album tried to give some examples, but it wasn't like a full story. It was more like a, a song story, like where she told you a little bit but she needed to rhyme it with other stuff so she didn't fully explain or or it just didn't make sense or whatever mostly I have a lot of questions about his parenting because there was a lot of shit like she said like the world has said that people tried to warn her about but she didn't listen and she even like always used to stand up for him and even on the album said like how he gonna take care of his kids and you don't let him see him but then he she went to say that his mom was raising him so like was was he just a dad who was putting his kids off and not taking care of them and you and he was lying saying that they weren't letting him see he they weren't letting him see the kids or was he not taking care of them and you knew that but you were just trying to stick beside him like exactly what was happening that what was happening and how is he a bad dad? And how is he a bad dad now? Like, is it just that he don't make time for them or what? Like, I don't know. I just have so many different questions. But to dig deeper into the album, I did want to give some honorable mentions for the songs because there were a few I wanted to point out. Um, 
Bitter was a, a nice song. I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. It was interesting because she ended up going through everything that she like talked about with them. But again, very vulnerable. I loved it. Um, switch a nigga out. I, I love the switch up flow that she had in that song. And she's really good at that. Like she's really good at, if you look at her lyrics and listen to the song for like the first time, you would, you, if you tried to sing along, you wouldn't even be able to. Cause the way she switch up how she say words and like, go fast here, go slow here and elongate this word. Like she's really good at that. Um, and so you never fully know exactly how the words are about to come out. Unloyal. Oh my God. Unloyal is my shit. That's my favorite song of the album. I thought Ari Lennox was such a great choice to add to that song. Beautiful. I love the jazz feel of it. I really love songs like that. She was like, Boy, you funny, got my own money. <laughs> I love that part. Then um, Broken Promises, I really like, because I like how she owned up to her mistakes. Um, and then that brings me to a question that she talked about in the song is like, should you trust your man word over everyone else's? Um, and I think I'm gonna just briefly brush over this so I can finish talking about the songs. I understand what she was doing, trying to be loyal to her man and take his word over everyone else's. But I definitely think she should have listened to other people too. From experience, and I haven't had much dating experience because I've been in my relationship so long, but from experience with an old boyfriend, people were telling me shit about him and it usually turned out to be true. And then when I got with my husband, I never heard anybody say anything about him. Unless it was like a misunderstanding that he had already told me about or just whatever. And still that only happened like once in all these years we've been together. So I came to the conclusion that usually if people are out here talking about your man and saying certain things, there might be some truth to it. Because even though men try to make it seem like, oh, she just bitter. She just this, that, and the other. Don't get me wrong. There are those situations, especially if it's a, a ex or a baby mama, they will definitely be in your ear trying to make you feel like he ain't shit just so you can leave him alone. So he can either be miserable or so she can have him. But usually a good guy is not going to have these ratchet ass, crazy ass women talking all this shit about him if it ain't some truth to it is essentially what I'm saying. So yeah, you was trying to be loyal. You was trying to take your man word over it. That's cute and good. And like, in some ways, maybe, you know, you should trust him over others, but don't just be that damn blind. It's not very likely that people are out here just making up certain things, especially more than one person with the R. Kelly situation, with the Bill Cosby situation, with whatever, you can say whatever the fuck you want about why you feel like they're not, they're innocent because um, all these people are lying. But you cannot really sit here and make a good argument for why 20 different women are saying the same thing. You just cannot. Usually it is almost impossible for 20 different women to have stories that match up or, or, say things about you that match up and be lying about it you know so listen to the outside world too don't just listen to him and then most importantly listen to your gut that's what the fuck you should be listening to because your gut is going to tell you everything you need to know like I said as far as his parenting was he actually not taking care of the kids but you just was trying to cover for him or he told you that they weren't letting him see the kids and 
and it really was just that he was putting them off on his mama. Like you knew something, you felt something in your gut. You saw something that rubbed you the wrong way. Something do not just blindly trust the word of anyone. Cause the things that you hear on the outside might have some little truth to them. And that doesn't mean you have to take action against those things right now. It doesn't mean that whether it's a friend, a man, whoever, there is some truth to what the outsiders are saying usually. And I just think you should just take that little bug and put it in your pocket and don't be surprised if it comes back up is all I'm saying. Doesn't mean you got to leave them alone and all that shit yet. Just take that little bug and put it in your pocket. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say about that. I also really like session 33. That was very slow and sad and beautiful and vulnerable closure. I mean, beautiful song. And I love what it's about. Um, I also love constant bullshit. Like that is my jam. That song be stuck in my head all day long. And then fourth baby mama, of course, she snapped. <laughs> like she snapped. I loved it. But I don't know if y'all realize that London actually produced a lot of her tracks on there. Like she, he produced the whole last album, which he's an amazing producer. Let's not, let's not take that away from the man. Okay. He's an amazing producer and I'm glad he produced some of these tracks, you know, but I'm also glad to see some stuff that was either produced. I didn't look it up, but, um, looks like some things were produced and written by other people as well. Um, and it's good to see that as well, to see that she can stand on her own without him. But um, I just wonder what the fuck he be doing to these women. I, I don't I don't pay attention enough to know the details of what they're saying about him. But he's a nice looking guy and he's talented and whatever. And he seems so chill. Of course, the Internet can't tell you shit about somebody. You they only you only see what they want you to see. But I just really wonder <laughs> I just have a lot of questions but the album was fired nice job Summer Walker I love it I'm still listening to it um I mean that's pretty much it for this episode hey guys so it is the future Santana I'm coming to you a few days after recording the beginning of this podcast because some hot ghetto ass mess has hopped straight off the pages of Instagram and the shave room and I needed to get into it and it fit perfectly with the theme of what I was already talking about and doing in this episode. So I wanted to come talk about the Danny Lay and the baby situation. I mean, that shit damn near broke the internet. <laughs> there was so much talk about it that I don't even know where to start. But per usual, I'm going to start from the beginning by giving you guys the background. If again, you've been living under a rock and you don't know what's going on, I'm going to tell you. So the baby and Danny Lay apparently have been together in a relationship. Fuck buddies. I don't know. They've been something, very much something. <laughs> something very much something <laughs> very much something um for a very <laughs> for a few years and we knew publicly that they were like together they were totally in a relationship together um you know, maybe like a year and a half ago or something like it was online and we all knew and there were pictures and videos and blah, 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 blah. Um, but then it appeared, at least from my perspective that they had, no, they had broken up like publicly. It was known that they had broken up and some people were saying that Danny Lay was pregnant, but at the time, I don't think most people believed it because 
she wasn't showing nobody confirmed or denied anything um and then I feel like it just went away I mean maybe some people did believe it or know that it was true but I didn't I was like that girl ain't pregnant it's just a rumor um until a few months later her ass pop up pregnant with a belly and so from there the world pretty much knew that he was the baby daddy because a few months ago we were saying she was pregnant boom here's a stomach but I needed proof like I needed them to acknowledge that he was the daddy because I just was like oh my god is he really the dad like did they really have a baby together that's just like an odd it was one of those relationships that like you knew unfortunately that it wouldn't last and so it was weird to think that they were having a baby together it's almost like maybe this is just me but I always thought like Lauren London and Lil Wayne was the weirdest shit ever and when he dated Christina Milian for a minute like what it's that whole good girl, bad guy type situation. And you just like, oh Lord, this is going to end in a disaster. And um, it ended. And so she got pregnant. She had the baby. The whole time I'm like, is the baby the baby's baby? And the world is like, yeah, duh. But I'm like, okay, I need them to confirm. So child, this was my confirmation mixed with some mess all in one. Um, the baby randomly dropped a video, a live video of her feeding, of Danny Lay feeding the baby in the bed, the real baby. <laughs> it's hard to understand, but she was feeding the actual newborn child in the bed while the baby, the grown man baby, baby was recording her and being a, a bitch ass nigga I don't even know what the fuck they were talking about he was just recording her she was borderline crying and he just was talking about this is for my protection the video wasn't very clear what was happening but the shade room posted it on some like they're into it type shit and the baby just dropped this video so afterwards the baby releases a statement on his um Instagram page where he says I would like to swiftly remove myself from any of the hostile behavior put on display moments ago this here thing has gone far enough for Shawty to crash out on her own and it saddens me because I still got a queen to raise the last hour has been documented for my safety and business done based on my reputation with multiple threats of setting up an internet scheme and a person refusing to not let me go me and somebody else here knew to record her I done been beat on and yelled at and chased around like one of them fatal love attraction type girls but I knew to keep it together my team will be in contact with any and everybody we're in business with who may need confirmation or clarification end of the day no big deal I don't want to press charges or nothing I just want her peacefully removed which they need to hurry up and do as we speak I ain't even want that behavior on display but it's okay man this too shall pass it's all good blah 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 hey shawty went out that way but that ain't my business I'm a father first and always will be so that's what he said and I'm just at this point soaking it up like what is happening so then Danny Lay responds on her Instagram and she says, hey, guys, since baby want to put up a statement with his cap ass, I'll put mine up. So we've been living with each other for the past three months since our baby been born doing us. And tonight he want to come in the room talking about I need to go. Don't matter where I go. Mind you, I have a newborn child. So he said I can go to a hotel. This man is mad because I had a plan B sent to his condo because all he want to do is nutting me with no responsibility. Obviously, he probably want me out so he can fuck on his baby mother and other hoes who've been known we've been together this whole time while I just had my first child this all goes to say that this man is a fucking coward I'm sleeping after cooking him dinner and he want to say I need to go fuck you baby damn I really should have just listened to the cap ass internet about this man 
I'm going to learn and I'm going to grow, but this right here ain't it. And I'm sorry to my baby that her father is kicking her out of her home at three months. So that's what was happening with them. It was a whole bunch more shit that continued to go on with videos from both parties. Um, eventually it got to the point where he like on video told her to her face that they are not together. They're not in a relationship. They've never been together that she's been a side bitch. And he was asking people in his house, like, who is she? Who is she? Is she my girl? Ain't she a side bitch? Oh my God. So degrading, disrespectful, just everything. And at first I was kind of enjoying everything with the world, but then when he started just doing too much, it just made me like, I don't like that. Like young Miami is really coming in handy for all the shit that's going on with this situation. Cause I need some young Miami sound bites for this episode. Cause like, like young Miami said, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. And you know, it really just started making me feel like I don't like him as a person, which is crazy because back in the day, like all this shit that the baby has done, kill somebody at Walmart, said all these homophobic things, punching every security guard he fucking meets, you know, he's done so much stuff. And I personally have been able to forgive him because me and my cousin talked about before, like he has the whole package to be a rapper. He he just has it all and he makes you he's so charismatic that he makes you want to forgive him and and just fall back in love with who he is kind of thing and like the persona that he has for the world and so this was the first situation where I was like okay the baby is being the bitch like <laughs> he's really being a bitch right now like I don't understand why you need to humiliate this girl like that this is the mother of your fucking child you've been through this with two other women already like have you not learned like what are you doing so then Danny Lay basically got on live crying and talking more about the situation after he called her a side chick she felt the need to prove to the world that she wasn't a side chick so she posted a whole bunch of videos and pictures of them which by the way was honestly pretty cringy I'm not gonna lie it was a lot of weird ass moments that she chose to record but hey that's her prerogative. Um, <laughs> nonetheless, we knew, I think majority of the people online knew oh, y'all were together. Come on out. Like he's, he's been a cap ass, like whack ass nigga right now trying to like embarrass her. But you know, the pictures and videos help show that they indeed were together. There was a video where he told her he loved her first and she told him she loved him back. And of course, in some ways that doesn't validate that they were a boyfriend and girlfriend in a relationship, especially to a toxic ass man. Like a man will real quick be like, down me, you was my girl. The fuck out of here. So one of the first things I want to say is that someone on Twitter posted, um, someone named Aisha. I don't know who she is. She must be known somehow because she made it to the shade room. And she basically posed a question that is so accurate to this situation. She said, what is a side chick? If a man is giving the exact same benefits to the main chick of the main chick to the side chick, then what makes her the side? Serious question. Cause I just feel like there should be boundaries. And that's how I feel. First of all, if she's your side chick, who is the main chick? That is the question of the day, people. Is it your baby mama, Mimi? Or, I mean, who? And then that just, that, that don't help. That don't make her look good. That don't make 
nobody in this situation look good. And then especially like she said, this girl, Danny posted pictures of them on jets together. She said they were on vacation with his family for her birthday. He was buying her cars and buying her all type of crazy shit. You do all that for the side chick? Is that what rich niggas do for, I mean, hey, back in the day, Usher was like, I got a chick on the side with a crib and a ride. I've been telling you so many lies, ain't no good, it's all bad. So, I mean, I guess in some ways the rich niggas do be, you know what I mean, having whole affairs. And, and <laughs> I mean, since the end of time, niggas been having whole affairs like that, where they buying they side bitch houses and cars and having kids and literally a whole nother family in life over here. And they got a whole nother girl and family in life over here. So, I mean, I guess it's possible that to him, she was a side chick, but I don't think a lot of us feel that way. So apparently she stayed in the house that night, even after they got into it, the cops were called. There were cops in the back of her video. She kept trying to explain and was like, I ain't going nowhere basically. Um, and apparently according to her, which was explained later, she doesn't have any family or friends in North Carolina. And so she decided not to leave and go to a hotel, but to instead wait for her, I believe, assistant to fly in the next day where then she packed up all her shit with the baby and left. The real baby, the baby baby, the infant. <laughs> it's hard to keep track of, especially if you're not a young tenderoni out here, okay? So she left with the baby eventually, but the first night she didn't. And I mean, me and my cousin talked about this and we both agreed that nigga, you ain't got to tell me but once. <laughs> You tell me one time to get out your house, <laughs> you ain't saying nothing but a word. Let me, I didn't, I didn't pack yesterday before you even said that. You know what I mean? And I've heard some great advice. I can't remember who said this. I think it was T.I. No, I don't know who it was, but they, they put out in the internet. Like it was Steve Harvey. Don't ever have a man tell you more than once that he don't want you ladies. Like never, never. Bitch, they make hotels and luxury hotels for a reason. You got me fucked up. Me and my baby would have been at the goddamn best five-star restaurant or <laughs> the best five-star hotel in North Carolina. Feet up in the jacuzzi, you know what I mean? Like at the spa all on his motherfucking credit card if she got one. After three years, she better have one. But otherwise on hers because she got her own money. Like no way am I staying in an environment like that overnight with my baby in that stressful-ass environment just because I ain't got no family or friends there. So other celebrities started to jump in and give their two cents. And I just want to read and play a few things that made a lot of sense that I agree with that happened during this time. So Brittany Renner, who we just got done talking about at the beginning of this episode, says some really great shit. And it goes to the baby and Danny Lay situation, but it also goes to show everything I just got done talking about with her. It kind of ties all together. So Brittany said... A lot of men struggle with articulating their emotions so much so that they don't know how to handle shit when things don't go their way. So what do they do? They resort to trying to embarrass you so no one else wants you. It's comical. Nobody wants, nobody plans to be a baby mama. Um, most people just want a family. Save the ring lectures because getting married doesn't guarantee a damn thing. You still could do everything right and it's still not work. Like, are y'all okay? Life happens. That'll never be me until it's you. 
If you choose to have a child with someone married or not, just accept whatever comes behind it. That's my only advice. Having a forever tie with someone is no joke and raising a baby isn't easy. People are quick to judge, but it's a journey. You live and you learn. She made some amazing points and I don't want to get into it right now because that again could be a whole nother damn episode, but it's true that society really places marriage, especially on women, so freaking much. Every woman doesn't want to get married. And every woman doesn't have the standard that they need to be married in order to have a baby. This is the only thing I'll say additional about that. Be careful who you have babies with and be careful who you marry. Do not rush into having a baby with anyone and do not rush into getting married to anyone. If you want to get married, do that shit. If you want to have a baby, do that shit. If you want to get married first or if you want to have a baby first, do that and do that. Do what you want to do. But understand that either way, you are making a commitment and a tie to someone else for several fucking years. Even though with marriage, you can get divorced and all that good shit. (laughs) It's still very hard, heartbreaking. It takes money. It takes time to go through that. So just be careful. Both are huge commitment and go about it in whatever way you want to do it. But please understand Please understand a baby is such a big commitment. Whether you have a man or not, you could be left doing that shit on your own. So like Brittany said, who you choose to have a kid with, be ready for whatever comes behind it. All right. And be ready for, even if it ain't about him, be ready for what comes behind parenthood in general. So she made some excellent points. Then Summer Walker (laughs) came into the conversation (laughs) With a retweet that says how you treat a woman during her pregnancy and postpartum depression really says a lot about your character. Summer Walker also showed a lot of support and really like, you know, put out prayers for Danny Lay and stuff like that and letting her know if she need anything to let her know, which is all beautiful and awesome and great. Um, But, you know, you are still healing from your situation. You still have a lot of shit you're going through in your situation, which leads me to the audio clips I want to play for you guys because both of these address shit that Summer Walker and Danny Lay need to take accountability for and need to think about. So here's the first one, which is from Marcus um, Black, who was on Love and Hip Hop New York or something with his girl, Brooke, um, who sung, it's about to be a girl fight. Okay, anyway, but he he was on there with her and now he calls himself Dr. Love and he always posting like different, like, you know, advice for love and relationships and shit. And he do be making some good points. So here is his video. Yo, ladies, listen, you can't change no man, all right? Just get that out your head right now, all right? In most situations, when we display toxic ass behavior, it's usually not something that's new. Now, if we're being honest, you can admit that you knew the goofy shit was there the whole time and you chose to ignore it. You knew the type of nigga you chose and the type of shit that he be on. You just thought he wasn't going to be on that with you because, you know, for whatever reason, you think you're different. Listen to me and listen to me clearly. Nobody is different enough to change the behavior of a person who does not believe that their behavior is a problem. When a person shows you who they are, believe them. Okay, let one test be enough. That way you ain't got to take the whole class. Okay, with love. Period. (laughs) Period. Okay, now he made some amazing points. I don't even need to speak on that. He said it all and I a thousand percent agree. Then we have my girl Keita Rose, who is 
one of my favorite um instagram pages and she does a lot of like comedy stuff but she also be talking some real shit um so this is one of her real shit um videos it seems the baby has asked Danny Lay to get the fuck up out his spot. I think a lot of lessons can be learned regarding this situation. Number one, accountability. It is fine time for women to start taking accountability for their actions. I know we all want to be mad at the baby, but for what? For being exactly who he always was? Whose fault is it when a person shows us exactly who they are through experiences and patterns and we choose to ignore it? It's true. You can't turn a hoe into a housewife. You can't turn a hoe ass nigga into a husband. And you damn sure can't turn a baby into a grown-ass mature adult number two is practicing being humble other women were crying and danny was trotting around the house making terrible music then come to find out that a yellow bone is in fact not what he wanted never laugh at another woman's misfortune never laugh at another woman's pain number three is figuring out the definition of being trapped if you choose to have unprotected sex with anybody then you aren't being trapped Problem is, this society would rather build broken homes than actually building families. Then when shit doesn't turn out the way you want it to, you yell, I'm being trapped. So if you're on a blow-up mattress right now in a trap house, about to have unprotected sex with somebody they call the toddler, I'd advise against it. I wish Danny nothing but love and light. But I don't feel bad. We all need to feel this pain once in our lives. Because the bright side is that if it hurts your ass that bad, you'll make better decisions. Happy Tuesday. Now, again, she said, she said it all, you know, she said it all. Um, Danny Lay did talk about the fact her and Summer Walker both said that they felt like these dudes trapped them. Um, and I gotta agree with Keita Rose. I mean, y'all intentionally lay down with these. And then Danny Lay talking about he mad cause she sent a plan B to his house. Cause he keep nothing her. Like you have to take accountability for being the one laying there with your legs open and not saying don't do that or put on a condom or hopping up off it when it's time. You know what I'm saying? So unfortunately everything she said was true. And at the end of the day, I think the best lesson out of those videos and things that I read and everything was <sighs> believe when people show you who they are. Do not ignore the red flags. People will only treat you the way you allow them to treat you. And while I feel so bad for Danny Lay and a tiny bit bad for Summer Walker, because Summer Walker's was like, I mean, the whole internet was telling her that this nigga wasn't shit and he was a bad dad and all this stuff. She had so many people telling her that. But um, while I feel bad for them, I also think like everyone else said, like everyone else said, they have to take accountability and, you know, now they're going to learn and hopefully make better and smarter choices in the future. And let's remember, these are young people. They're in their 20s. We all had to go through heartbreak at some point in of our of our lives to really understand and appreciate what true and real love was. So, you know, this is their time and hopefully they learn from it. So that's pretty much it for this episode. That's the end of my rant this time. I love this type of rant style episode I'll definitely do more of these in the future when I just have random topics that I just want to hit and talk about and just make a whole episode out of different topics and things that I've been wanting to discuss but hopefully next time I come back to you guys I'm not even going to say what the next episode is going to be about because I always change my mind by the time it's time to record so just wait it out and be looking out for a treat 
Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. And I don't even know what that treat is yet, but we, bitch, it's gonna be a treat. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Happy belated Halloween. I'm gonna bring you a treat next time. All right. So, once again, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, peace, bitch.